Good morning, everybody. Hey, welcome to this Wednesday, February 28th. Hey, normally this would be the last day of February, but guess what? We got one more day. It's leap year. I'm glad you're with us today. Uh, don't forget that uh, in this world we live in, there are so many things that we have no control over. But you can take control of your investment portfolio. You need to know the risk you have and the risk you should have based on your uh, age and how close you are to retirement. That's why I developed the core retirement design. Give us a call at 863-382-0037 to schedule your core retirement analysis. With that, we got Dave coming up next. Of Chicago. Miraculously not gunfire, right? Back in time, will you still love me at Light FM? I'm Morning Dave. And yep, it's 841. That means it's time to check in on your money and find out what Wall Street's doing to us today. Or for us. Uh, the trend of forest seems to have taken a little bit of a pause. We're kind of waiting to see what the PCE inflation looks like a little later on this week. Let's see what happened yesterday and is likely to affect us today. With Philip Statler from Statler Financial Services. Philip, good morning. How's life this morning? Hey, good morning. Doing well today, Dave. It is, uh, you know, yesterday was kind of a mixed bag yesterday when we look at the final close. Yeah, it actually was. I mean, the blue chips were off by another 96 points yesterday. Standard & Poor's, though, got on another 8.6 points up, and that means we're at 5,078, which ain't a bad place to start. NASDAQ got about a 59-point recovery. I noticed the Standard & Poor's because we were giggling a little bit. Uh, the new readings as to where all the big brokerage and, uh, and banking firms think the Standard & Poor's 500 is going to end. Everybody's adding points to where they think it's going to end, and the Barclays people currently take the cap by saying that, yeah, if the trend continues, uh, the Standard & Poor's could be over 6,000 at the end of the year. They're kind of expecting miracles, aren't they? Uh, yeah, I think so, given that, uh, you know, we've kind of decided that it looks like, at least for current information, that they're probably going to push off rate cuts um, to the fourth quarter, and they're not going to be as big as originally expected uh, as we start out. But, but, you know, you, you mentioned the three biggest indexes, but you didn't talk about the Russell. The Russell had yeah, a great day yesterday, yesterday, Dave. I'm not Good. sure, but they were up 1.3%. Um, they, they had a barn burner day yesterday. Good, good upward movement. And uh, I thought that was kind of interesting. The small caps really had a good bounce yesterday. And that really sounds to me like it sounds like investors are betting on a pleasant surprise with interest rate cuts because that the Russell 2000, probably even more than NASDAQ, is more interest rate sensitive. They're buying that one up. Either they think it's undervalued, which is a possibility, or they're thinking that uh, eh, we're all guessing wrong that uh, before the election, the Federal Reserve always caves, doesn't want to be blamed for uh, throwing an administration out of office, and they always cut interest rates before an election, trying to make sure that everything stays on an even keel, which really is not unwise on, on a historic basis. Well, that, that's true. And we'll have to continue to watch to see how they end up doing. And, uh, you know, we'll see how the economic news plays into the indexes today. 
Ben, next couple of days are going to be kind of interesting on that. The uh, government data dump and other places it comes out of. Yesterday, the conference board put out their consumer confidence index, and it fell for the first time since November, not what we necessarily wanted to hear. And that did give us a little bit of a downtick on the major indexes during the day yesterday. The Mortgage Bankers Association put out their mortgage index number this morning. It's down. It did 10.6% down last week, down another 5.6% this week found it kind of interesting though one of the components in that is the refinance index fell the most last week down 7.3 percent either we've taken all the money we can take out of our homes or people are finally starting to adjust to the fact that prices are higher and they need to pull their horns in which one do you think it is i'm not sure exactly dave but that's if you compare year over year that's one percent um worse than it was a year ago so um and, uh, and if you look at the whole uh, mortgage application for new home purchases, that one's 12% lower than it was for the same week a year ago. Uh-huh. Originations were down four and a half, but new home mortgages, well, we saw it in the building starts, too. Uh, yeah, yeah It's a hinky market at the moment. The big number of the morning, though, is the second revision on the first quarter gross domestic product. You caught that, and my ticker hasn't gotten it yet. There it is. Just came up. Fourth quarter GDP downgraded to 3.2%, but still a 3% gross domestic product number, even revised downward a little bit. Uh, that'll give the market a little bit of confidence that, okay, fine, the economy's slowing just a bit from that breakneck pace we had last year. Well, that's right. At least it's going the right direction. Uh, we do have one more reading on the fourth quarter, uh, and that will come out in March where they'll, by that time, they have all the numbers and they can, um, you know, set figure out exactly what the uh, gross domestic product was for that, uh, for that quarter. And basically, if it stays in the 3% range, I'd count that as relatively good news. That's considered a normal functioning economic growth rate for a country in our economic system. 3% is not a bad number to have on a regular basis because it means we're beating the inflation if we target 2% on that. And it's you know, a proper ratio of growth to inflation that's generally good news. And the fact they're revising it downward seems to be having some good new, some good reaction from the futures, too, you were telling me. Yeah, it was. Uh, now they're about good. to catch up. But, but it is, you know, it is one of those things that if we, we need growth to outpace inflation. Um, and, and we're not quite there yet, right? We still haven't seen that inflation number drop down below that GDP number yet. And like I said, we're kind of on hold this week, pending that personal consumption expenditures number that we'll get that tomorrow or Friday. I'm trying to remember. Uh, let me look at my little cheat sheet here, Dave. That it seems to me be, that comes out on um, Thursday. Thursday, so tomorrow. All right. PCE. Yep, we get PCE tomorrow. So we'll, ex- we'll expect a seismograph about 8:30 in all probability. <laughs> few more companies reporting, and we're starting to get out of the big household names because we're toward the tail end of earnings season. But, uh, hey, Bumble, one of those big dating sites, they reported, and uh, evidently there's not enough of us single guys on the market lately, I gather. I guess not, Dave, because they really took a big plunge this morning uh, when we look at the, the, the numbers. Now, they did have a good quarter. Let's kind of backtrack a little bit. Uh, they, they had a good quarter for, for the last quarter. They beat uh, on earnings. They only lost 19 cents a share versus 35 cents expected. Um, so, so that was kind of good news. Revenue was up. Um, so that was good news. But they lay off 350 people. 
and uh, and so they're trading down today eleven point six percent. Ouch! Yeah. Their their guidance obviously killed them. What? I I haven't I don't remember what the what what big company is that has all the other dating sites match. I didn't yeah, hear what I don't com. remember what they did that I don't remember what they did this quarter, but I, I got to believe eventually uh, <laughs> we're going to marry everybody off. Uh, yeah, you would think. I mean, Bumble does say they they're going to revamp their app in an effort to attract more users. Ah, uh, good to hear. How about uh, the uh, off-price merchants? Uh, with Macy's announcing a bunch of store closing yesterday, uh, yesterday, how how did TJ Maxx do last quarter? So TJ Maxx, they, uh, I'm trying to find the exact numbers here. There it is. Um, Taking them out of order in, on you. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. Um, they uh, they had a stronger than expected quarterly revenue, um, so they they beat beat on that uh, area. They beat on earnings as well. Um, their same store sales rose by four by 5% in the fourth quarter. Um, and so they're, uh, they're doing well this morning, uh, up about a half a percent, you know, and TJ Maxx, that's TJ Maxx, that's Marshall's, that's home goods, that whole, whole group there. Um, we had urban outfitters reported. They, mm-hmm. uh, they came in and, um, missed, on expectations of earnings by about five cents a share, they uh, they missed on revenue as well. So early this morning they were down ten percent. Let's see, yeah, now they're down nine and a half percent now. Uh, before we get going, the uh, you know we make fun of Beyond Meats uh, <clears throat> on a regular basis, and they uh, uh, they, they they reported. And they uh, they topped their fourth quarter revenue estimates, and so they uh, they soared fifty nine percent. Holy crud! This morning, yeah. I was having yep. some fun with one of my lighter side news stories earlier in the show that France has now banned calling anything that isn't made out of meat meat. I wonder if well, that's, that's going to hurt them over in the fair. European community. That's fair. <laughs> made, <laughs> made sense to me, but you can't call fake hamburger hamburger. So there. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. So um, I, I thought that was kind of kind of an interesting deal there. The um, I don't know if we talked about it yesterday, uh, but uh, the company His and Hers reported. Now, His and Hers, they base or Hims and Hers, they basically made their name and being able to offload easily for ed um uh, drugs to men mm-hmm. and then they opened up for women uh, another whole sector but they ventured into mental health weight loss and some other areas uh, women's dermatology um, they expect to actually hit their first full year of profitability this year and uh and that's got them uh, soaring big yesterday they were up like 30 something percent yesterday and I just wow. uh, I just wanted to bring that, yeah, a big, big, big jump for them yesterday. That flies nice. Resetting yeah. the table, it was a, kind of a weird mixed day yesterday on Wall Street. The uh, the blue chips suffered a little bit. Basically, the smaller the cap you got to, the better the index performed for you yesterday. 45 minutes before we open this morning, what are we looking at? I got a lot of red ink this morning, Dave. The Dow's down a quarter of a percent. So is the S&P 500. NASDAQ 100 is down four-tenths, and the Russell 2000 is down a little over a half a percent. Now, on the other side, we've got silver 
still just can't make it to 23. It's at 2266, up uh, down uh, about a third of a percent. Gold is flat. Crude oil, Dave, it is working its way to 80 this morning, up a quarter of a percent at $79.06 a barrel right now. Well, poop. Looking at the overseas markets, I've got generally an off day on the Asian rim this morning. A little retrenchment on the mainland Chinese markets kind of dragged everybody down. The overall index in the Asian markets uh, average out about a quarter of a percent. Europe, on the other hand, is saying, oh, okay, growth stocks in the U.S. are fine. So they're mostly up the overall European index of about 19 hundredths of a percent halfway through their trading day today. Keeping tabs on retirement funds? Well, if you're watching it day by day, you probably have too much risk in it. How do I find you to get the risk out of my retirement plans, Philip? Dave, risk is why I developed the core retirement design to help people design that retirement they always dreamed of. Give us a call at 863-382-0037. Tune in for the Statler Financial Radio Show, 6 a.m. and noon on Saturday, 10 a.m. Sunday morning on Highlands News Talk 730, 95.3 FM. And back again tomorrow morning, we'll keep you updated as to what's going on in your markets every morning about this time on Light FM. Mr. Statler, I will see you shortly. I appreciate it. All right, man. Have a great day. Take care. It's 105.7 Light FM and Statler Financial Services. Philip Statler. Do you have- hey, folks, again, I want to thank you for joining us today. Have a great day, and I'll speak to you again on Tuesday. Until then, have a great weekend. Bye now.